So we will start with. We'll start with Dave. Hurry the f up. That's what we'll start right? with. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Dave. Every single every single show, I'm like already recording. Why are you doing that, by the way? Because I'm the guy who has kids, and I need to get the f out of here. <laughs> Dude, you're supposed to care about your kids. I, I know, but, but there, I'm sure you went through this when they were a certain age. Right before they're fully committed to school, grade school, you're like trying to juggle so many different things, and you have to rush home at this time because you got to take them here. It's it's just bananas right now. So I'm I'm about a a year out. I'm a year out, and then both of them are going to be going to the same school, and then uh, your girls it'll, it'll have been in like daycare slash preschool for four and a half years now. <laughs> What's going on with that? It was weird because um, you know I really respect Ralph. And he has a daughter, Olivia, who's, uh, I think, six now. And I kind of like, She's you know. already six. I know. Isn't that crazy? He's really, he's way smarter than I am or ever will be, right? Mm-hmm. So he, you know, we kind of like shoot the about, you know, parenting and stuff. So uh, he decided to put his kid um, in preschool at around three. And I started doing some research. And, I was, and, and it's definitely like one of those things that if you can't afford, why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. So so I was like, okay, at three, you know, we, we did some research. We found a great Montessori school, and we started off with uh, three days and then uh, five days in her second year. Now she'll be entering this um, August. She'll be going to kindergarten. And our little one, who's three now, we signed her up for three days, and she loved it. So she's just automatically going five days. Oh. So, yeah, so she loves it. So she, she's got she's just starting. So she'll be another two years, and then both of them are going to be going to the same elementary school, and it's going to be uh, a, a way, way easier time for mommy and daddy. Yes. Yeah. Right now, it's just crazy. Yeah, because you got to race out of here every day right after the show, and it's it crazy. And then I have a home you're studio. Missing, you're missing so much shenanigan action no, no, right here. I, I, I miss, and I love all the stuff that Kevin does, like uh, shooting people with Nerf guns. <laughs> yes. I get to miss all that. You know, yeah. I would love to be involved in that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I got to be, uh, be be daddy sometimes. Yeah, do but. you think Dave is going to be part of this podcast? I have no idea. We're, <laughs> we're just like, yeah, just talking about He came in here, dropped off a, a paper, and then- um, He's out at 5,000. We're uh, off to a slow start today. Well, this is Lightning and DJ Omar Khan to my right. Yeah, let's just get into the uh, uh, intro. What do you think? Should we get into the intro and then have him just like, wander in or should we wait for like him? I feel like we should we, know we, that he's got to be part of today's Does podcast. he have something else to do that we don't know about? Kevin was in, so we're working, the, well, we're, do you know this? We're working on the next Kevin and Bean shirt. I heard about it, yes. So we had the last one, which was a Kevin flub. Right, it was um, uh, quitters uh, never, never, never give up. Yeah. Right, which mm-hmm. was insanely successful. Generated way, a wad of cash for his charity for Friends and Helpers Foundation. I really thought that you guys were going to sell. I was on vacation that day, that okay. Friday. I was. Ah, you guys will sell two, maybe three hundred. That's what you, I thought. You guys sold over two thousand. Yeah, something crazy like yes. that. That's so much money for charity. It was. That's awesome. phenomenal. That's yeah. Great. So Kevin and Melissa were just over the moon about it. Hey, look, it's Dave. Hey, Dave. So Dave and uh, and Kevin were in there chatting about the new shirt that they're creating. I don't mm. want to pull back the curtain on it. We'll let it be a surprise. But I think the listeners going to flip out when they when they see it because it's one of those <laughs> it's one of those jokes that they've been saying on the air for you know a long time now. Yeah, for sure. Where's Chip? Is Chip here? She's in the other room. When we get, we, we'll, okay. we'll call her in when we get to her. Okay. Come along now. Take a ride with the BT. Let's get together and take a look behind the scenes. Talking about, talking about Kevin and Bean. Come on, let's start the show. Everybody grab your Vaseline. The B team. Yeah. The B team. The B team. Oh, that's right. The B team. Baby. Let's get lubed up, guys. <laughs> Come on, right? Do we have to get lubed? I think so. You promised us that you were going to get rid of that, and then we said, okay, we want... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. My name is DJ Omar Khan, the production guy for The Kevin Bean Show. To my left, we have Lightning, the uh, old producer of The Kevin Bean Show, and... Who's that that just walked in? Dave, the king of Mexico. Hi, guys. I'm here. I'm sorry. I was actually working. Listen. And doing <laughs> you have a job. stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. What you guys the, talk about? Loving the B-Team podcast so far. Great job. Love the behind-the-scenes look at the show. However, you guys, uh, I just finished listening to episode number two. What and you, Omar. What are, you, what are you reading? Hold on. We, I, <laughs> Why'd you just launch into that because, out of Because. It sounded so <laughs> just like out of nowhere. I are have you no talking idea to me? Like, I don't know how to respond to that. No, well, this is, that was really weird. Hold on, because Lionel says... 
But Omar, I have a whole intro for the inbox and reading of the email. This is before yeah, the inbox. Oh, oh, not sorry. Kat's box. Sorry. This is before the inbox. My bad. The magic line here is, Omar, I'm disappointed, no <sighs> poop joke. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry, I was happy with that. I will work on that. We started with I think maybe, maybe. We started with You know what? There was there was a song I did for Kevin and Bean. Uh, well, no, no. I didn't necessarily do it for Kevin and Bean, but I, I wonder if it'd be okay to um, play on the podcast. Uh, it's definitely not FCC friendly, but it's like, it's not like because of cursing. It's because of poop. It's a lot of poop. I and think we can play a clip. I, well, maybe let's, let's, we'll end the show with that. I, yeah. think we, I think we should play both of our poop songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, Paper Stains. Oh, yeah. Paper Stains is huge, too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll get some Paper Stains oh, on it, Oh, my too. gosh. All right, okay. hit, the, uh, hit the mailbag intro, whatever it's called. Ooh, baby, baby, we're going to check the inbox. Baby, baby, we're not talking fart box. Baby, baby, we're not talking cat's box. Baby, baby, we're going to check the inbox. Yeah, it's the B team. Episode number three, Dear B-Team, I've been listening to the Kevin and Bean Show since 1995. I moved out of the area in 2010, but still listening uh, to the podcast every single day. In short, I love the show and I love the people on it. Please keep doing what you're doing, Anna. Lightning, I thought I would send you an email since you seem to be the most responsible person of the (laughs) B-Team. Yes. (laughs) I would love to hear more about the various lawsuits that have been filed or at least threatened against the station, Kevin Bean or any of the other DJs. The average listener, including myself, doesn't really understand the types of things you guys get yourself into. Therefore, it would be a nice perspective if you would do a regular segment where you provide one example of what happened, why it was a legal issue, and what was the end result, file that in the can't talk about it. I think that'd be interesting. However, the lawyers might disagree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So here's I, how it goes. We have to figure that out. Yeah, here's how it goes. I'm sure Lightning knows how it works, too. But, oh, way but more here's than, how it goes. yeah. Hey, you can't talk about that. And we go, okay, done. Moving on. Yeah, there was a time that we would argue about it at yes. length for days yes. and weeks occasionally, but that is no longer the case. Mm-hmm. The lawyers win. Yeah, and it's very black and white f- when it comes down to that. The fastest way for us to get fired is to talk about the lawsuits themselves. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so. Uh, no. Sorry, Joseph. <laughs> not going to happen. Good Here, idea, though. Good not, idea. We're yep. not going that far behind the scenes. Right. <laughs> From uh, PC. Oh, sorry. This is Ruby Nunez. Dear B team, I just finished listening to your first episode. Oh, he's a slacker. Still on number one. And wanted to share my thoughts. I'm a loyal and avid uh, listener of the Kevin Abean Show. And when I saw you were all starting a behind the scenes podcast, I was immediately on board. I think it's a fascinating Lightning subject. Lightning sounds like the micro machine guy because he's reading so fast. I am. Yeah. I am Are you on cocaine fast. right now? I am on a lot take, of take, meth. Take a breath. Okay. There you go. I'm looking forward <laughs> to what stories you share next. If I may make a suggestion. Okay, speed up a little now. Okay, Omar, <laughs> keep the goddamn intro short. And also shoot for an hour. Give me that content. Uh, no, we can't do an hour. We don't have enough to say. And we'll, maybe we'll work up to it. Right now, we're not that good. <laughs> we're definitely. Just we talk, you know, based on the, the, the previous 10 minutes, you can tell we, we're we blow. Seriously, just surprised that anyone is listening or cares. We really thought that this was a couple of, you know, we were going to be maybe even just one and done. And yeah, the, the, the emails that we're getting, the Afro calls, it's just, for me, it's mind blowing. It's just yeah, in all its, the tweets. It's cool, man. Yeah, it's super cool. Omar at krock.com? Lightning at krock.com? Yeah. Keep the suggestions King of Mexico. coming. Yeah. Is it, what King is it? Mexico, yeah, King of Mexico, krock.com. Yeah. Part two is great, says Michael Sugarman. Keep it up. I've been listening for over 10 years. It feels like learning. I'm learning more about the family. Things I would love to hear about. The story behind no longer doing live out-of-studio shows, i.e. St. Patrick's Day, and the creation of the Miss Double December concept. I think I would like to hear more, but it looks like they've been killed. That's accurate, and we're going to have to get into how Omar uh, caused the death of the St. Patrick's Day remote. It was a lot of different things that day. It wasn't mostly all me, Omar, but yeah, I guess mostly me. It and was it, mostly the reggaeton horn. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What happens is that um, Mr. Weatherby, who we extremely we have the most utmost respect. Uh, doesn't get a chance to listen to the entire show. Yeah, he's the he, program director. He's a program director. He's a big boss here. Only tunes into a couple of parts of the show. <laughs> yes. And he t- he happened to tune into the last showbiz beat of that particular show. And I was just going off with the reggaeton horn just way too much. And I think it's funny. And I'm the type of person, if you tell me not to do it, 
I'm going to continue to do it because I'm amusing myself. And yes. I think that's super funny. And on the air, I listened back to it a couple of uh, months later. And yeah, it, I, I could see where if you're not in on the joke, you were you were flipping the dial. You know, because it was here's, like so annoying. Like, I, I totally thing, get it. Though, is, you know, when we're working, we have some drinks because we're allowed to. And, and, you know, we're pretty free flowing and we're responsible guys. Omar was drinking <laughs> heavily like, that day, <laughs> and by that time, was wasted. Well, And here's a fun fact, guys. That was my very first time producing the show. Oh, really? really? Yeah. That was my very first day producing the show. The, <laughs> the previous producer was out that day on vacation or something, and that was my first time actually producing the show on my own, and I had to deal with Omar. That's, yeah. that's the best, yeah. And, and they the, still let me have the jobs. And, and you were thinking Omar is responsible, like he's the guy that yeah, keeps it I'm, all together. Yeah, I don't have to worry about Omar, because Omar has a good you know head on his shoulders and knows that No, but most of the time I'm not stop. allowed. Look. Kevin, Kevin knows. Kevin, you you know yeah. too. When I when when I get to you know party Omar gets let loose. Right. I mean, there's no stopping party Omar. And it, what happened was no breakfast, starting right. with some beer, some yeah. Guinness at six a.m. Not a good idea. And you were doing shots that day too. And then around seven thirty, I think uh, Adrian brings around hey some Jameson shots. And who am I to deny the Irish whiskey? <laughs> and so we started doing shots. And then the last thing I remember. Was a was the nine forty showbiz just being super annoying, and I don't remember about an hour and a half chunk after that. Well, no way. Yeah, well, I let me fill out. in that I hour out. and a half chunk. Yeah, it ended with Omar not wanting to wait for his drinks, so he decided he would serve his own drinks and get behind the bar. Whereas security then threw him out, and he got back in because he's Omar. Well, you forgot. Um, what did Kevin say to the security guard? Exactly. I was, I was going to get to that. When then security gets in the second time and they go, hey, what do you want me to do with them? Kevin says, he, throw them out. Throw them out. It was because, because you know, the, the security guard knew he was, I was part of the staff yeah. and I was on the Kevin Bean show. So the security asked Kevin, he's like, hey, um, you know, I know he's your boy or whatever, you know. And Kevin tells the security guard, what would he normally do? He's like, well, he'd be out like, the He's out. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I know. and that was uh, he did the right thing. Yeah, and that day was just a mess from there. I think Omar wanted to fight another staff member after it the. It wasn't a fight. <laughs> I get I a. Got, I, I, I passed got, out. One of the, one of yeah. the promo drivers <laughs> drove my car drove my car to the station. Okay, and uh, I had a meeting with some people about some real estate I was buying around four o'clock. So I was, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 uh, we got to the station around. Noon, twelve thirty, something yeah. like that, and I was uh, chilling. I think I was chilling in Chuck's office, the old uh, promotion uh, coordinator, and he had my keys. So roll around three o'clock. I'm like, man, I gotta go, and uh, uh, he did not want me to go. And uh, you know, I was still kind of buzzed. You know, I probably shouldn't have left, but I was like, come on, Chuck, come on, Chuck. And uh, you know, I, I might have wrestled him for my keys. But I gotta tell you about my my voicemails. Is uh, first voicemail, hey, Omar's wasted at the station because they took me home. So I live close to the location that we were at. So they, the van driver took me home. Um, and then I, I check my voicemail and it's, Hey, Omar's drunk. He's here though. We got him. Cool. I'm like, all right, he's safe. Next message. Hey, Omar's a little too drunk and he's trying to fight our promotions coordinator. What should we do? And then next call, seriously, pick up your phone. Omar's wasted. He's fighting everybody. <laughs> see, see, Omar, then, <laughs> what you think is wrestling is an actual fight to the other person. That's so funny. Uh, to make matters worse, uh, we had an intern who met us after the show Got wasted and was puking in the backyard. Uh, uh, so there, everyone's looking at me, and I'm like, I'm passed out, guys. Phone off. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> come uh, come the following day, we get an email from Aisa. Not too happy. Uh, she's the promotions director. Not too happy that our, all of her uh, promotions kids had to drive the morning show, half the morning show staff <laughs> home. Yeah. That was not good times. Uh, yeah. So that was the death of the St. Patrick's Day remote. Now, I will say that the year prior, or maybe the year before that, was one of the funniest broadcasts we that I have ever been a part of. It was where Ralph was drunk and he was poking fun at Bean, as he often does. And Bean was trying to get him to hurry along through his showbiz oh, report. Oh, that, that was a couple of years a before. A couple of years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and, and Ralph about. was on fire. And I'm going to play that audio because it's so 
Do you have Freaking it? I've funny. tried to look for it. I, I, I've never been able to find it. Uh, I think I. That's not, that's not St. Patty's Day, by the way. Is, that was, uh, that was uh, Oktoberfest. N- no, we yes, were at. Because he was here. N- no, he no, was, no, no, no. He was here. No, he was on no, location no. drinking. No, he was on location. That's where it happened. That yeah. was. Yes, Massa. I'm going to do your comedy, Massa Bean, when he was doing that. All right. Well, I don't know. I thought it was here. I thought it was here on Oktoberfest. Nope. I was watching him do it, and I was. I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I will dig up that audio because that's that it's... St. Patrick's Day was was great. And then we also have to talk about the one remote where Sam, the Armenian comedian, cursed after we told him not to. Uh, Cinco de Mayo. Th- that was, it was Cinco, Cinco de Mayo. De Mayo Cinco right. de Drinko. Yeah. And, and I've never offspring. seen. I've never seen <laughs> yeah. Kevin lose it like that. I've never seen Kevin laugh as Kevin hard as he did. Kevin was literally. Under the table. Actually under the table. Actually, yeah. yeah. Well, to Sam's defense, he did not curse. He just said a word that is not acceptable. Correct. Yeah. That <laughs> well, is true. very unacceptable. Yeah, very and, unacceptable. And immediately, so we need to get to that. One yeah. more email from Elizabeth. Hi there. I worked as a morning show assistant to Frank Murphy and phone screener for Kevin Abine, 1995 to 1996. I really enjoy your podcast. I have some funny memories of working there, and I hope you get Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla as guests sometime. Even Big Tad, Frank Murphy would love would have some great stories as well. I had several nicknames during my time, but mostly I was known as Ice Bitch because I hated all the callers. Keep doing what you're doing. Beth, a.k.a. Little Beth. Is she expecting her call? Uh, yes, she is, I think. Okay. I hope. Hello? Little Beth, lightning. Please call her Ice Pitch. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Omar and Dave, the King of Mexico, in the studio, and we're recording. How are you doing, and what have you been doing with your life since the Kevin and Bean show? I know. Well, it was very good prep. I became a, a continuation high school teacher. So you're actually teaching broadcasting now? No, I teach continuation high school. But what, what's what's your subject? Um, government and econ. Oh, wow. That's very if different. If they're continuation high school, though, I mean, how much are they really? Well, no, but do you guys know what continuation high school is? That's where you go when you get kicked out of it. Yeah, flunky. exactly. That's yeah. why my question was, how much are they paying attention to it? But I will say the show prep me. I just remember um, often being told to self-edit. You guys still get told that? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, a lot. So now you're actually to the point and you get it. I know. It's super helpful, though. I feel like everyone should be saying self-edit. So what do you remember from your time there, Beth, with uh, Kevin Bean in the exactly the mid-90s there? I remember Frank Murphy was the producer, and you were not allowed to throw food in his trash can. Oh, that's right. Frank Murphy would not allow us to throw away food trash in his trash can because it would uh, decay and smell. And I remember um, playing midget basketball. Oh, you were there for she, that? No, she was on the team. She was on the first one? Yeah. The one I wasn't on, obviously, because yeah. we played it. We did it a second time. Yeah, she Wait. was on the team for midget basketball. Was, was she on the midget team? No. <laughs> <laughs> she was on our team. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yes. That's cool. old school. And I remember they cheated. Who, I don't know if they cheated. Oh, no, the midgets <laughs> totally cheated. Yeah, the midgets totally cheated. So, and that was shocking for me. And I remember I did have one good assist because I'm not a sporty person, so that was a relief. <laughs> and I remember the Cabisons, the family that lived in a cab. Oh, my gosh. So that was Jimmy's short-lived uh, animated TV show on radio. It was all about, yeah, the family that lived in a cab, the Cabisons. And we yes. aired it probably, I think it only made it to like three or four episodes. But John Stewart was on it. Wow, That's John right. Stewart did the Cabisons? Yeah, we're going like to the real John Stewart? If we could find that audio, that'd be awesome. I have the audio. You do? I do. The Cabisons? Yes. You know why that made an impression is because Jimmy wrote a joke in the script, and it was like not that funny or the person wasn't dead, I forget. And John Stewart made it funnier in like three seconds. Because, oh, you should say this. And then we did. It was hilarious. Because you played the wife or something on the Cavisons, right? I believe I played the daughter and the wife. I want to know why Beth was called the ice bitch, though. Oh, well, that's because I hated all the listeners that <laughs> called in. So what were the listeners they, like? They were awful. Okay, so they say I'd have these tirades. Occasionally they let me go on the air. And I want you to know this is like a, a double where you'd have to work with Tad and work with listeners and talk to them on the phone. And Tad thought he was really, like, up in the show, so he would ask me to do things for him, like get him things. And I was dealing with (laughs) listeners who were calling, and they'd call for information. You know, they'd want a phone number, they'd want it, whatever, and then they'd say, oh, okay, I don't have a pen. (laughs) Well, you called for to get the information, but you didn't call and be prepared or anything. 
And then, so I would just go off, and they'd let me do that occasionally, and then they'd call me Ice Bitch. <laughs> Beth, I was a phone screener as well. Uh, did the listeners call and ask you, what was that Anything Anything song? Yes, yes, <laughs> for sure. So all this time, have you still been listening to the Kevin and Bean show? For the most part, when I when I stayed in town, I was in Santa Barbara for several years, but... No, I, I, what do you think, think of uh, the show now versus uh, back in the day? It's a lot, got a lot more sports, and I'm not a sport person. But I sometimes like it because I do feel like I can talk in more circles now. I understand more because I do listen to you guys talk about sports. Yeah, I'm so, the same way. I, I hate sports, but the only reason I know sports and could you know carry on conversation with these douchebags is because of the Kevin and Bean show. Right, me too. So I can talk to my dad, which is a kind of a relationship we can have on that that I've never had. So all in all, it was a good experience, it sounds like. It was a great experience. It was great insight to the show. And I will say that I met some of the nicest people that I've ever met. I'll say Jimmy Kimmel is by far the nicest person I've ever worked with. Yeah. Did, did he ever fart on you like he did on me? No, thank God. But <sighs> what did, a jerk. I don't know if you remember, they wanted me to arm wrestle him in the interview. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't funny. recall that. Oh, my God, the interviews. I want Jesus. Jimmy to fart on me. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I do. No, you don't. Oh, I would love that. No. no. I will. I'll leave you with one last story that I thought was hilarious is that I, one of my jobs was because at the time we were at a building in like the, what, 18th floor or something in Burbank. So one of my jobs was to go down to the lobby before the building was open and let the guests in and bring them up to the the show because I had the key card and everything. And then um, I had to do that with Quincy Jones. And I didn't know that he had been running late and being on the air said, I'm really mad at Quincy Jones if he'd get his black ass up here. And I didn't know that was said because I missed it while I was getting Quincy. And so then Quincy heard it and was hit when I got him. But I didn't get it. So it was really awkward because he was saying that. And I was just smiling and laughing and like, oh, but so long story. It was fine. I wish your phone was more muffled because I got to be honest, I can't understand a goddamn word you're saying. Are you on an iPhone, like a, like an iPhone yeah. 3G? Yeah, exactly. God damn it, Beth. Thank you for taking the time out today, Beth. We really appreciate it. Um, your phone sucks. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Right, stand with the withers. She honestly had the worst phone ever. That was not I couldn't. Good. I, I can't. I, I really wanted to talk to her, and she doesn't know that her phone blows because she's not on the receiving end. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, so this actually is going to lead us nicely into this next um, bit. It's crazy these things that Kevin and Bean used to do. They just would not be up to snuff. Member, member this, member, member this, member, member this, it's time to that for me lightning oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm the resident country singer uh, yeah totally um so back in 1994 um i made lightning were you working yeah yes been since 91 yes. right? Yes. okay yeah. i was here so i'm gonna play you this and it's gonna blow your mind um lightning created a file in the um we have this kevin and bean um old bit folder and uh, I was getting prepped for the show, and I, the very first thing I click on, I start listening to, and my mind was just, what? I cannot <laughs> imagine what this is. Listen. And you've been teasing me for 24 hours. Listen, with this. listen. All right. That would be The Stinger on 106.7 K-Rock, K-R-O-Q, 743. Hey, keep listening, by the way, for a chance to win Sting tickets for Friday night and a qualify for that. By the way, being always cheesy, <laughs> Stinger. stinger. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know a band named Stinger. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sting tickets for Friday night and a qualify for that trip to Madrid, Spain. We're still giving that away on the uh, rock all day today. Hey, is the guy from Guinness Book of World Records here? Where's the guy? Is he here? Because we need to make sure we get this in the edition. I, need, I am burning up here. I need to take off the... Bean's been Bean's been hiding this shirt pretty much the entire time. He's taking off the jacket. This is on the air. Yes, it is. Yes, it <laughs> is. This is uh, <laughs> jacket is now stuck. We're about to do the big cheeky. This is my man. special Cinco de Mayo shirt. <laughs> oh, that's better. <laughs> All right, the idea which came from Bean a long time ago is that we need to do the world's largest Chico with a man uh, sing along. Oh <laughs> my God! Yeah. Can you no believe way? That? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, Lightning, do you know what Chico the Man is? Because uh, I, all I know is it's like it's an old 70s cop show. Yep. 
And, and it, what, what, it was huge. Or? I, it was it was it was huge at that time, and I was too young to to watch or care. My right. parents watched it, and but Bean wow. is old timey like that. You remember, but, like Bean is Bean is a guy as if he were born in the forties. You know, the seventies would have been a sweet spot for him. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why. Because remember, in the eighties uh, and and in the early nineties, Bean did not have a television. Oh, that's so right. So he missed more than a decade of TV. So everything he what? remembers is like, yes, he did not have a TV for almost. I think like almost ten years. Yeah, the Bean Bean Baxter. Oh, Bean yeah. Baxter did not have a television. It's hard yes. to imagine because I, no, 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 yeah, yeah he watches all TV now. I understand he yeah. like it was the whiplash effect. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. and so but he, for me it's it, it, it's crazy because the the Kevin that I know would be like no we're not doing that you know what I mean <laughs> I think for Kevin remember though if 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 an idea is so ludicrous it comes full circle. Right, okay. if it's so cheesy okay. and so ridiculous, <laughs> okay. he's like, "Okay, I'm in." Let's, if it's just well, cheesy, he's like, "No, that's lame." But well, if it, like, I mean, a comedian is a great example. Yeah. He is so insane and so bad. He's so unfunny that it's really funny. <laughs> okay, let's <laughs> let's let's find out if this turns around to be funny. Oh no, oh. I know that bit, and it doesn't. And I uh, have because fought it. The people demanded it. <laughs> what people? I guess would be my question. I fought it the entire time because a Chico is dead, b the man is dead, c none of the people who are standing here have seen Chico and the man ever. You what? have one. Check you out. One. One but what about the big NBC special in a couple of a couple of Thursday nights? The big eleven year mm. tribute. No, that's, they sure in the show. That's on- Cheers. Oh, that's cheers. Yeah, that has nothing to do with Chico. <laughs> oh, I see. But I thought the final leap was coming up tonight. <laughs> no, where it's the awesome <laughs> leap. That's a different. Is there any way to put those back in the file? <laughs> oh, wow. A retroactive <laughs> yeah, file. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's a different, that's show, a different show, too? <laughs> this show hasn't been on in 10 years. I see. Bean's trying hard to come up with shows that I know, uh-huh. so I appreciate that. <laughs> well, a good choice, then, for a sing-along on Cinco de Mayo. All right, let's do the sing-along. We have uh, roughly 60,000, would you say, Bean? I would say uh, we moved the show from Anaheim Stadium because it couldn't contain it. <laughs> As a matter of fact, yes. All right, you people, um, you have your lyric sheets, right? Are you ready to get into the Guinness Book of World Records 1994 edition? We're at Arturo's Puffy Taco and Whittier with the uh, world's largest sing-along, Chico and the Man. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, roll the music and let's do it on 106.7 K-Rock. This is big. Oh, boy. This is big. <laughs> Lisa, I don't know if you can feel the excitement down here, but people are uh, on pins and needles getting ready to sing this song. My nipples are erect. <laughs> I'm lactating. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> world's largest ever Chico and the Man sing-along. Here it comes, folks. They act like it's the biggest thing ever. Yep. Chico. Very nice. Don't be discouraged. The man is so hard to This was on TV? No. Oh. Oh, you mean the, the, Why the, hell are we the show? Chico yeah. and the Man? Yes, it was on TV. Right. Here comes in uh, a blast from the past. Solo. And a day has begun. Michael the maintenance man is gonna gonna start. Flying. No. Michael the maintenance man. I know things will be better. That's another yeah. Michael the maintenance man. <laughs> I don't hear very much singing. Everybody's probably all drunk. (laughs) You people are starved for entertainment and Whittier. That's all I'm saying. Do you know that in retrospect you were right? That was a really bad idea? (laughs) That was a bad idea. I don't even know why I thought that would be good. So just chicken with a man singing. All right, stop the music. Yeah, you can can stop this disaster. There was no sing-along. It was just woo and the, the song. So I will tell you guys that when I started, Kevin and Bean would do a live broadcast no less than once every two weeks. Wow. Yeah. It was a huge undertaking because we were always doing it. And we had Taru in a K-Rock van that had an antenna, a retractable antenna that went like 30, 40 feet in the air. Yeah, like the, the, like the kind of news van. Well, yeah, have, exactly. Right? Yeah, we yeah. don't use that stuff anymore, but yeah. we had one of those, and it never had a good signal. We could never hear the station. They could never hear us. It was that always sounds pretty good. That was an exception to the rule. Okay. And, yeah, and I remember being always being furious whenever we had a, a, a remote to do. Right. Because our engineering staff just couldn't seem to get their S together. Yeah. <laughs> and um, when, I, when I started, I was a board op. And any time a remote would, would would come on the Kevin and Bean show, I was terrified because yes. I, I just I just like didn't want dead air, didn't want you know anything to go wrong, and I knew Bean was already on edge. 
So, but this was an exception to the rule. Yeah, and now I we can't so, believe they used to do that once every two weeks. Yeah, so we that were at like like fun to me. We would be at like Tom's place number three, sitting in a booth <laughs> with all the engineering equipment in the booth next to us, and we would just do these Friday morning remotes, and we would do like this one was at Arturo's Puffy Taco, and and, and so like the reason we ended up there, funny name, that was it. It was oh, like, really? Yeah, it was like a driving spot. Well, yeah. Puffy Taco is a funny name. Yeah, is, yeah that's yeah. how we ended up there. And people were like, oh, yeah, they have great tacos, you know, and they and deep fry. Uh, and they were uh, cool, let but- me ask you this, because um, I didn't, you know, I, I, I didn't, I started listening to the Kevin Bean show when I started working here. Mm-hmm. I was a, I was an avid yeah. listener. Yeah, I was an avid listener of K Rock, but not Kevin and Bean show. I was uh, uh, more of a uh, Baker Boys um, okay. and Jay Thomas guy back then. That's you and, and Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, now, the show that I know now, the Kevin Bean show I know now, with all the production elements, with everything, how, you know, we have a schedule, I can't imagine how they would do a live show every two weeks. Like, what would the content be? Like, what, what would they do? Or well, You just heard it. I mean, it was organic bits that were just wacky stuff that they would try. But remember, the pacing was different then. Now they know, like, it's all condensed to do. We have to be condensed to, like, a nine-minute piece, right? right? And we, we would go on almost 20 minutes on some of these things. <laughs> wow. They would just keep going. Yeah, you they know? probably didn't and, have spots to run, so they'd be like, ah, No, whatever. we did. We had a full commercial load to run, you know, 13 an hour, whatever it was. But, like, they just went for it. And, listen, it's not like they were proud of a lot of the stuff, but they were willing and they were trying a lot of things. And, ultimately, all the stuff didn't, that didn't work, we shed, and that's kind of what you hear today. Like, it's, it's a lot more streamlined. <clears throat> and it's also one of these things that's weird is that, and that's a great point, they started as a team doing a radio show together in 1990 on K-Rock. That Correct. was their first attempt to do it, you, nobody gets that chance anymore in radio. No, in New radio, Year's Eve, nineteen ninety-one. So yeah. they got they got a chance to work out all the kinks live on a major market radio station. <laughs> well, they did not think they were going to keep the gig. I right. mean, these are two guys that were both from Arizona. They worked at the same radio station, but in different roles. Right, and they weren't working to like. You know, they had just passed each other in halls and stuff like that, and, and and they were obviously friendly enough to get together. Right, and they and 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 they decided to. To wing it and go for it for the, the job opening, you know. It's they, crazy, and I think the, the the first demo that they recorded they had to fly out fly out to a Frisco station. Yeah, they did. And San they Francisco. Did, they did they an did. overnight show together as yeah. Kevin and Bean, and then that's the tape I think that they sent to um, who was a PD back <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah, it was Andy Show and Trip Reeb. Andy Show and Trip Reeb, and then they gave him a shot, and uh, that's that's uh, that's all she wrote. Yeah, it was it's like crazy, crazy. And, <laughs> and we were doing bits like this wacky stuff for the better part of. You know, t- two decades. <clears throat> Listen, I can I understand that listening back, how it could be perceived as not good. But I think that's. I, I, am I wrong? I think that's funny because it's so weird and niche and just out of the norm. Like you know, I don't. I, you know, I, I, is, I think it's awesome. To like, your who, point, who the hell's doing uh, sing along to Chico the Man theme? No one. <laughs> to your point, in LA radio, no one's doing no that one. stuff today. Right? And no one is doing. Yeah. That. So right. I mean, I, I personally, I love that. I would love to listen. I'm like, who are these dickheads doing this? You know what yeah. I mean? This is awesome. Yeah. So the bit that I fell in love with Kevin and Bean in 1990, there was a the, the predecessor to me, Mark the Willful Boy. He was a student at Cal State Long Beach, and he was an intern in the board out for the guys. And they went and got every uh, label, warning label, and they violated every warning label. So they said <laughs> they would have, like, cough medicine. It says, do not operate heavy machinery after drinking this. <laughs> so the Mark the Willful Boy got in a Caterpillar in a backhoe and drove, uh, you know, and drove heavy machinery drunk. He ate a huge turkey meal and then went for a swim. He went for, like, he did everything you're not supposed to do. And I thought, these rebellious mother effers are like, I'm in. This is... this. This is my. These are my guys. That's uh, yeah. I, I love that stuff. You know. I mean. You know. We still have their meeting comedian. You know. Uh, on from time to time. But yeah. just the nonsense. I'm um, just a, such a such a huge fan. And and I definitely know. Like you know, with all the research and stuff, I'm like in the minority. But yeah, I I can't get enough of that well, sort of stuff. I- ironic particularly ironic is that Bean always says I'm not a fan of the nonsense like that's his slug line like I don't like nonsense I don't like shenanigans or fun or all that but he's the guy coming up with these Chico and the Man sing-alongs that's yeah. that's all him like he thinks so it's Bean is a walking dichotomy yeah you know and that's why I you know you gotta love him and I think Bean was the one that discovered Sam too by the way I 
I think don't he, no, know. I don't know that that's the case. I feel like Sam came up on all of us at the same oh, really? time. Yeah. Okay. We were at a remote and Sam just came up and oh, I'm Sam, you know, and he started talking and and he switched such a thick accent and, and we're like, where are you from? He's like, oh, I live in Turkey, but, you know, I'm from Armenia. And he instantly became the Armenian comedian. So, Dave, I don't know if you saw some of the emails that came in. A lot of people were looking for, like, knowledge on inside jokes. Yeah, and the meaning behind them. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the ones that um, comes up every so often that it's a it's an audio drop that Bean plays is is Anna. You guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was there when you came in all giggly like a little schoolgirl <laughs> to record it. I, I, I produced I – produced, well, you know what? I actually cre- I created a little um, – Intro for this bit. You did? So yeah, yeah. Let's roll that first. What's the end? The inside joke. What's the end? The inside joke. What's the end? The inside joke. Every time I hear it, I feel like a dope. Well, that's accurate. People (laughs) do feel like dopes that they're not in on the joke. And they've expressed that to us in the form of email. Do I talk here? Do I this yeah, yeah, keep going? What's yeah, happening yeah, yeah. here? Yeah, yeah, okay. Be a radio, a radio professional. <laughs> oh, I didn't know what you had planned. Maybe uh, it comes in strong. Well, I have the an audio outro. next. Oh, okay. Well, look, <laughs> Anna. People here. People here. Anna, and they wonder what that is. Why are we playing this random guy saying Anna? Do you want to explain it? Do you want me to do it? Uh, you, uh, I mean, you created it. Yeah, you created it. So, so, so what, what happened is... You're the is, dick here. So, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah. So, so what happened is that uh, there's a bunch of pieces of audio that Kevin and Bean played through years that Lightning produced. Uh, Bono getting... Uh, not Bono, Bono. Right, mm-hmm. remember yeah, Sonny, Sonny Bono. Bono. Sonny yeah. Bono was one of them. Oh. Um, when he died, he died in a skiing accident. So Lightning had the he great tree, idea yeah. of uh, you know we have these little <laughs> we have these little that. pieces of audio that says, "Hey, what's up? This is so and so," and you listen to yeah. Kevin. Oh, Bean ID. on K-Rock. called yes. IDs. Yeah. Right. Yes. So you take you would take their IDs, and in the case of Sonny Bono, you would play him like the sound of him skiing down a hill, and it was like, "Hey, this is Sonny Bono," <laughs> and then him slamming into a tree. And then dying. <laughs> you know Slammed I mean? into a tree and dies, and then, yeah. Yeah, and the body falls. So, You're a good so, dude. so you decided to do, um, actually, I was working production. Okay. I think you came in and was like, hey, dude, you got to produce this with this and a Nicole ID. So I was like, okay, here, and I did, did you know, my best. And you're like, well, it needs something at the end because it was just her walking and then falling over because I think she OD'd, right? Yeah. Or something. And uh, you, you you decided to add the little bit at the end, which, which, was, got, genius. which was genius because we ended up playing this little bit of audio <laughs> a ton. Hi, I'm Anna Nicole Smith, and you're listening to Kevin and Bean on the world. <laughs> Anna. <laughs> See the microphones were there when it happened. So Anna Nicole Smith, famous model, uh, married super rich guy, was always high as a kite towards the end of her life. Unfortunately, and yeah. uh, and and Kevin and Bean, in trying to find the audio that you just played there, Omar, I went through a lot of oral dats and digital tapes. And I didn't realize how venomous Kevin and Bean were towards her at the end. I think that they loved her in the beginning because she was hot and had big boobs and the whole thing. And, you know, very Marilyn Monroe-esque thing. But then as as her television show was on the air, E! It was like one of the first big shows on E! The E! Network, right? Do you remember that show? And, and was she it was, a reality show? It was a reality show. They would follow her around. And it oh. turns out oh, that... Oh, that's why they came in to film, right? Yes. Yeah, they came in. Or something and like that, they, yeah. And she was mean to everyone on the show and Kevin and Bean were following that and started to turn against her oh, in a very big way. Oh, okay. Very big way. And they did. They went from loving her to hating her overnight. Because she was a jerk. She was just a jerk to okay. everyone. And then she was always high out of her mind, you yeah. know, on pills or who knows what else, right? right? You can Google all that stuff. And and so when this happened, like it was right after she died. This was not like we no, waited no, no. weeks. It and- was it was the you heard. I, I hadn't even heard the news, and you <laughs> came, you came in. It's like, hey, dude, you need to produce this thing, right. you know. And then, you know, I, I do what I'm told. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, normally it's tragedy plus time equals yeah. comedy. In this in this case, no, there was no time. There was the day. Of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But, uh, yeah, let's hear that again. Right. Hi, I'm Anna Nicole Smith, and you're listening to Kevin and Bean on the World. <laughs> I know. <laughs> See the microphones were there when it happened. Are you laughing on the tape already? Like before it even? <laughs> no. Or is this is Kevin and Bean playing the audio. Yeah, I know. And I didn't hear lightning yeah. laughing inside of it. Oh, it yeah. might have been. Yeah, I know. So that little piece. That little piece. Anna. Yeah. Anna. 
got played over and over again. Still, yeah, I know. Still to this day. Yeah, I know. He loves it. Uh, yeah, anytime, yeah, anytime we would take a listener named Anna, it would be like, Anna? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> love that. So that's, that's how that happened. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, that's a... <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. D- Dave, do you mind if I, I got to pause here and ask you, what the hell happened on the show when Ralph walked out during uh, Bean's, <laughs> Bean's mashed potato conversation? What <laughs> happened there? What did I miss? Because I tuned in and Ralph was storming out during a showbiz report. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> so that, so that, so that happened. So that, so that. So that happened. Omar? I have the audio. I haven't, I? I haven't listened to it yet. I'm the only one that heard it. You yeah. guys work on the show now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll listen. I'm, I'm bu- I'm I was dealing here. with the guests, so I, I missed it. I was okay. Off. All right. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't say that. You know we can't say that. <laughs> Ralph has walked out of the show before. Um, well, it for, it's, it's usually for comedic reasons. This yeah. morning, I don't know. I mean, he was exasperated, and he bailed, and I'd like to get to the bottom of it. So, Omar, roll the audio from this morning. Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind is celebrating its 40th anniversary this year, having been released in December of 1977. And so Sony Pictures has announced a new director's cut of the film. Bean is very excited about this. I am. (laughs) Did you watch the trailer that came out yesterday, Ralph? The new recut uh, Close Encounters trailer for this re-release? Yes. If only I was doing a story about Close Encounters (laughs) of the Third Kind, and I would talk about that trailer. Wasn't it so? If only that was coming. Wasn't it so well done? Is there a a new trailer for that movie? (laughs) No, no. Sadly, there there was no new trailer released yesterday for that. Uh, Sony Pictures releasing the new director's cut of film in 4K to theaters for one week, beginning September. Much like juggling in the corner. <laughs> it sounds like right now. You want less, less Steve, less I close mean, so I think we've heard enough. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, we don't need the Miko dance version or whatever. Can you have the theme? That is the theme. That's the actual John Williams theme right there. Huh. Hmm. Um. September 1st is when it'll be released to mark the anniversary of the film. So uh, if you've never seen it on the big screen, here's your opportunity not only to see Close Encounters, but to see the director's cut of that film. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. Probably top five. He was raving about the new trailer for the for Close Encounters, and I was like, there's a new Close Encounters? And he said, no, no, the old one. I was like... Uh, tra- it took me a while to understand that there's a new trailer for an old, old movie. Yes, because they're re-releasing it for its anniversary. So. Ralph, I, uh, I shouldn't admit this. Uh, I, here it comes. I always put my mashed potatoes in a little mountain whenever I have mashed potatoes. I, I, oh, <laughs> come on, don't leave. Ralph, that was irrelevant to the conversation. It's a plot point in the movie. You move well, your mashed potatoes around and turn them into a little mountain. You should make them into a mountain, then you put the gravy in like a but little that's volcano. That's not why he does it, though. I he do does it because, it because of, of close encounters. Of Devil's oh. Tower, Wyoming. Yeah. Okay. Which is awesome, and you should go see the re release. Looks like we lost Ralph, you guys. Right. Yeah, we did, didn't we, Bean? <laughs> yes. We yeah, did. we really screwed that up. We should have handled this differently. <laughs> yes, we should have. He's Ralph Garman, and he watched the showbiz beat. So that happened. That is hilarious. Ralph? So, so Ralph was already deflated because he ruined the, the uh, him doing the trailer, and he was already <laughs> pissed off because of that, right? Yep. Is that what happened? Oh, yep. that's hilarious. I, I pulled another piece of audio. Um, this happened on Monday. It was during the hardest game of the world. And talk about the, the, the show just falling apart. Uh, this is hilarious. Oh, that didn't play. The other button. This to your one. right. There okay. you go. Who's our winner, please, Mr. Announcer Man? I don't well, know. He has no idea. He's not here. That's Allie's job. What is happening? Seriously, what the F? What's happening? You? <laughs> we need an intervention. You Jeff, who's their winner? Us. Unbelievable. I Allie. hope you go into the desert in a bag. Allie, who's our desert? <laughs> Wait, crap. The yeah. winner is Matt. Yeah. The losers are the audience. Hey, Matt. <laughs> 
Hey, awesome. Hey, Matt is our desert. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you for playing. Oh Enjoy the show, oh, and thank you, Mr. Announcer Man. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> how, how many times do we play that game, Omar? Either the hardest uh, game in the world or the hardest game in the world, too. Oh, my God. At least 50, I would say. At least. And why do we get ton. it wrong every time? Because it's funny. It is know. funny. I don't, I don't, I don't and, know. I oh think because they've always had a rough time with the games because there's so many of them. They just can't keep the flow <laughs> and the rules straight. And and, and and what Ralph's role is, announcer man, or is he the voice? Is he this? Does but he it's do also that? And, like uh, we put we, a lot. There's so many moving parts to our games. I don't think people realize that Ralph's in one studio, you know, and then Kevin and Bean, you know, obviously Bean's in another city. Uh, <laughs> intros, outros, the little stabs, the phone sound effect, the ding, the buzzer. There's a lot of moving parts to keep straight. And but we really but those things don't get screwed up though, Omar. Those things are all intact. But what I think screwed that, up is the concept of the game. But 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 I think you know. Trying to keep everything straight is what leads to, you know, it's like, oh, what game are we doing in the middle of it? Do you know what yeah. I mean? You yeah. know what I mean? And I, trust me, if I was put in that position, I don't think I could do what they do. Because, oh, I, mean, I mean, they're juggling so many balls, you know, I mean, it's, I, yeah, and, I would fail too. And you know? Bean's always so used to leading, like, I'm going to go to, let's go to this color, let's go to this color. So when he does it in the hardest game, not knowing that, or not remembering that Ralph is the one who's supposed <laughs> to lead as Mr. Announcer Man. Oh, and then Ralph gets so mad. At it. It's so funny. <laughs> but again, Ralph is so funny. And he freaking he knows, saves it saves every it, time. It. So that happened. So that happened. All right, if you guys don't mind, let's close the show with this email from uh, Lionel. I always wanted to hear what Kevin and Bean and Ralph were talking about during commercials and songs, especially those times when songs end and the mics go live and they're already cracking up. What's the story with that? Can you record any of those breaks and share them with us? And of course, the answer is no. But really, how do we describe what's going on? So to do that, we brought in Chip, who's the current board op and really runs the uh, the controls, stands behind Kevin during yeah, those. the helper monkey. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you're she's she's the little person. And how how tall are you actually, Chip? I'm actually five two. I'm actually taller than Allie and Christine, but somehow I'm the shortest one <laughs> so ever. It just started. Just, just stuck. St- stuck. Yeah. Right. And the chip thing was the chipmunk, or where did that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, before I worked at uh, K Rock, I worked at Disneyland, and uh, in my intern interview, Mike named me and said, "Oh yeah, she's Chip." So I was Chip from day one. Okay. Like Kevin didn't know my real name. For years, I, I I just barely found out your real name like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, who the f- is Danielle? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like nobody nobody in this building has light. Besides, a couple and by the way, Omar, yeah. you can't curse. Sorry, not light even on the podcast. Watch your f-ing mouth. <laughs> not you too. But yeah, Chip was uh, the two-time Chip of the Year, right? At pretty, Disneyland, I was, I was pretty decent. At I job. actually went and saw her live. Are you in saying person. Are you saying that she won awards? <laughs> she won awards. Yeah, Disneyland awards. Damn good. Yeah, she was a good Chip. She was happy and waved at people and pretended like me. I do so none, that was I do none of that now. Yeah, <laughs> now she's it's funny. Now I'm just an a hole. But now, so what they do during commercials is, you know, Chip will be the person who uh, herds cats. <laughs> be like Kevin, forty seconds, twenty seconds, ten yeah. seconds, pot, pot up, and then Kevin will be eating. Kevin sits in his, on his play mat in the corner, and uh, I'll give him a heads up, like, hey, you know, a minute left so they know to get ready. Uh, and sometimes he'll acknowledge me, and I know that he gets it. And then I'll do, like, ha- you know, Kevin, 30. But then it's funnier. I, I could just get up and press a button, but it's funnier for let me stand back and just go. And just wait. wait. And let the song fade out oh, yeah. to complete all, silence. I, I gave you a heads up. Right. But yeah, so, and then also, you know, I'm, for the next breaks, you know, I'm getting all the sound effects together and, you know. Doing all that. Now, how many of the sound effects are you playing? Because you've got what's called the instant replay. It's a little mm-hmm. like a uh, sound effects box with like 50 keys on it, right? Yeah. And they'll just loop as many times as you hit each button. Sure. How often are you hitting those versus Kevin? Well, um, it's a little bit of like half and half with me and Kevin. Uh, Omar will attest to this that I work, you work with Kevin long enough, you can kind of almost have a telepathic, you know what he's going to use. So right. like mm-hmm. when, if, they, if you see a break going one way, I'm like, oh, I know he's going to want this drop. So I'll pull it up, hit him. And then show him, and then he'll hit it. And you're serious. You actually are hitting him in the shoulder. Oh, yeah. I've told, yeah. I, I sock him. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anytime I can. <laughs> or, like, if, if I think something's funny, I'll pull something up and show it to him, and then, you know. So it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a team. Yin and yang. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. And so how do we describe what's happening during commercial breaks to, to the listener who has no idea? Like, so Kevin is sitting on a yoga mat in the, in, in the corner of the studio, and that's for real. That's his yes, office. He's got a bad yeah. back, office, right? Yeah. He's got his laptop, and he's sitting in Eden style. Yeah. And, and Chip is standing up about, I don't know, 72 inches away, mm-hmm. and you're behind the control board, and you're, you're entering, you know, lining up the next song to play and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Bean is seeing you guys uh, through a camera in the other, the far corner, looking down at Ellie's back and looking directly at you, right? First commercial goes, what's happening? Uh, sometimes it'll be um, discussing like how the the sec- that 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 break that just ended, what they think about it, um, maybe like what they think they could do better, or we're ch- I'm checking in with Dave to see, hey, is a guest on time? Um, like some of and the, the answer is house- always no. No, it's always no. <laughs> and then it's okay. What the f we're going to do now? Because now we're scrambling. Uh, so it's a lot. Like the first thing is always a lot like housekeeping of you know what happened and what's going to happen. Um, sometimes it'll be. Uh, TV shows people are watching, like today, like this week, it's all about like uh, Defiant Ones or, um, you know, like Bachelorette was like a couple days ago, so we were talking about that. Today, Bean brought up the goddamn uh, eclipse again, because he knows that he brought it, he brought up on air a couple days ago, uh, and none of us had heard anything no one, about it. And Bean, to, it no was, one cares. No one cares. Right. But it's that's the, where we get a lot of thanks for that info, Bean. Yeah. Right. That's you know? exactly where we get thanks for so, that info, Bean. Yeah. Exactly. So... Because we, he brought it on air and none of us cared. Now he's bringing us a new story about the eclipse every goddamn day for the next month until the eclipse happens. And again, these are off air. These are the off listener air. doesn't hear. So as soon as the mics go off, now what people don't know is that Bean can hear all the mics and mm-hmm. we can we can talk to Bean as if we were on the air, right? Yeah, it's just so just, it's a full line of communities in the room. Today was like that was the high, the I won't say highlight, but that was the big thing that <laughs> sticks in my mind today was he was bringing up th- that. Uh, in the areas where the eclipse is like the best scene or whatever, how high the hotel prices are. That was what he was giving us today. <laughs> and you, there's a website where you could put in a zip code and see how how much of the eclipse you're going to see. Yeah, so that's that's what we've learned this week. Off yeah, about the so uh, thanks for that info. So, Bean. I mean, look, <laughs> what's happening on the air is there's a show on the air and there's a show off the air. And yeah. we wish we could show you the show off the air. I tried to do that for many years and they won't allow it. They love the private time, you know, to discuss that's stuff. That's the stuff and, we get fired and for. And that's the, th- that's yeah. the thing is that, you know, with our attorneys, we couldn't, they need to talk freely amongst themselves and develop mm. segments and, and, st- and, and, yeah. and just be I mean, themselves. Yeah, we work stuff out too. You gotta yeah. sometimes just work things out and, yeah, if, and if, see if, how if, we're gonna handle a, a segment. Yeah, so, like flesh out a call-in topic, how you want yeah. to solve for it to get the calls they want. And, that and yet they still screw it up when they go on the air. Oh, of course. <laughs> fighting, yeah. fighting over how title fight works. <laughs> we fight every do- yeah. every goddamn time. Yeah. yeah. Alright, well that's what happens. Omar, hit the uh, outro so we sound professional. All right, Omar, you seriously have to leave? I gotta go. We're not even done yet. Bye. All right, well. All right, now it's me. Yes. It's Chip, Lightning, and Dave. Yep. For the B-Team podcast, are we going to do this again, Dave? I think so, man. Uh, You know, each week we are getting worse or better. I don't know. I can't tell. Well, I was here, so better. No. Uh, B-Team. B-Team. The B-Team. Yeah. The B-Team. The B-Team. Oh, that's right. The B-Team. Baby. Hashtag the BT. At Carol.com. Carol Muse Lightning. Yeah. DJ Omar.com. Hey, uh, Chips and Somar's not here. Can you reach? Yes, yeah, grab that pot on the right hand and just pull that. No, no, don't click it off. Just, just pot it she down slowly. Reach. Can you reach it? Oh, there you go. Two hand reach. There you go. Bye. It's about to pay me the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs>